1: Empire Welcome to the latest edition of All's Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Osner I'm AP hockey writer Steve Wino and we are pleased to be joined by former Capitals beat writer and good friend of mine Chuck Gormley Chuck, thanks for joining us Hey, thanks for having us, Steve. I, so I, I, I like to always do this with what's your favorite Carl Osner story? And, and for those of us on one side of, of the media, it's different than the guys who play with him because he's squeaky clean for for those who for his teammates and everybody who knows him. But what is your favorite Carl Osner story from your, your – how many years was it you covered this team?
2: Five years. Five, Five years, years covering the Caps, yeah. Well, uh, you know, that's, that's a good question. I mean, the thing that stands out to me is like – he could be from Minnesota. He's so nice, right? So that, that's the thing about Carl. Those I BC the, boys. I, I think he won the uh, media award, right? The very first recipient.
1: Oh, yeah. The Dave the, uh, the, the, the Fay Media Award. Yes. So,
2: yeah, I, I mean, in terms of stories, I do remember this, and Carl, you'll probably remember this. I remember, uh, you know, we were trying to get as much information as we could on players out to their fans. And I think it was when Carl was married, I think I tweeted something that I probably shouldn't have. And I think I gave <laughs> people access to some of Carl's wedding photos, which probably was a bad idea.
0: <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. Actually, I was, I was, uh, I was debating if I should bring that up or not, but no, you're, you're spot on. We had a, uh, we had a wedding, um, Wedding website, I guess it was, and it was just for it was for everybody attending the we- uh, the wedding to have some information on everything that was happening and and all that and uh, and yeah and all of a sudden somebody started tweeting tweeting at me about it saying you know the pictures look nice this and that and I'm like how how the heck do they know about the <laughs> wedding and, and the pictures and all that and then so then obviously I I figured it all out and I was like oh man how the heck did that happen. And then i think we reached out to you and just said hey would you mind taking that down just so that we can kind of keep this as private as possible and, and next thing you know it was gone and it wasn't a big deal at all but it was so funny it was kind of like a, it was one of those moments where i'm like oh man anything anything is out there like anybody can find anything right you, you always you always got to know that it's a good it was a good life lesson for for us because we were still pretty young at the time but yeah it was. it's funny that you brought that up that you remember
2: that as well <laughs> Well, here's here's another thing Steve, that uh, I don't even know if Carl remembers this, but we share the same birthday. Yeah. So, September 24. It's coming off. Big day. Yeah. I remember I turned 50 when I was covering the Capitals and Carl turned 25 at the time. And it just it was like this <laughs> weird. It was a weird reminder of how old I was getting and how the game was passing me by.
0: <laughs> it happens to us all. Right. Eventually we all feel that way.
1: I'm just glad after the wedding photos thing that you guys were cool after that.
2: Yeah, that wasn't easy. I I really felt bad about that. And, you know, there are very few times in my career where I have felt like really regretting doing something. And that was one of them. You know, it's just you feel kind of crappy and there's no way to turn turn back the clock.
0: You you know what? The thing is, though, if if we if we were very serious about trying to keep everything private we probably never would have had a public wedding website you know like we would have we would have done a better job of of uh keeping that to ourselves and in the end it's 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 really no big deal everything always gets blown out of proportion in the moment and then you take a step back and you think yeah it's really really not a big deal like all of our clothes were on and all the wedding photos so it was all good
1: yeah That's i don't think there's i don't think there was anything incriminating there was there <laughs>
0: no no. <laughs> no. i wish i was i wish i was chugging beers out of my dress shoe
1: but i wasn't no i mean i mean that's that, that could still happen we could we could still arrange that
0: we could still arrange that absolutely maybe maybe when we get uh, remarried uh at our 15 year anniversary we'll do that
2: incredible pour out the, pour out the das boot <laughs> absolutely
0: at some point we'll get
2: there
1: we, uh, uh, the last time Chuck and I were together, I think it was the first time we'd seen each other in a few years, was for a, a get-together for the retiring PR guy, Zach Hill. Enjoyed a few beers together that night. But the, my favorite Chuck story, I actually want Chuck to tell the story because this is the Winter Classic in 2014-15 that, that gives a little insight into how crazy we were trying to both cover the Winter Classic and see our significant others at the time.
2: Oh, it was hilarious. I remember sitting there in the press box uh, in, in fact,
1: this was Nats the practice Park, day. This was this was so this was basically New Year's. This was New Year's Eve 2014 yeah, into 15.
2: We're, and we're at Nats Park and we're busy trying to write stories on deadline. And believe it or not, that was that I've only seen at that point. I had only seen hockey played at Nats Park. I had, <laughs> I had never seen a baseball game. And uh, I can say the same about Fenway Park. I've never seen a baseball game at Fenway Park, but I have seen a hockey game. And and we were sitting there at in the press box and I see Steve get up and hurriedly rush his way out of there And I turn around I said where are you going Steve? And he's like, well, I'm I'm meeting my wife tonight So we can celebrate New Year's Eve together now. I'm coming back tomorrow morning and my eyes lit up like that's a thing like we could actually do that and I would be I was behind Steve. So I thought well, let me try to finish what I'm writing on the train and I, I packed my bags and I was behind Steve. I didn't think I'd make it, and I get on the train. I'm sw- I'm sweating. I'm just like I barely made it onto the train, and then I start walking through the cars. And who do I see sitting there already riding? But Steve Wino.
1: And then and then we get home. I think you were up later that night on on New Year's Eve than I was because you lived maybe what 20 minutes from from my my in laws at the time. And then we get. Next morning, uh, your your wife drops you off. We get to the train station, go back, and we're perfectly in time, well early for the game the next day. Hard to
2: believe, considering I think I celebrated New Year's Eve until three a.m.
1: Oh, easily. <laughs> I I was I, I think I was asleep before midnight that night. <laughs> that was just, fun
2: though. Just, that, that was a lot.
1: And 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 then and then there was of course a hockey game that, that Carl got to play in, and we and we had to cover, which was still fun for all of us.
0: Sorry, I'm so I just to give everyone a little idea. I, I'm on my way home from uh, first tee, the first tee golf uh, um, uh, charity golf tournament that they just had in Great Falls. So I might might be in and out of reception a little bit here, but we just finished it up. So I'm on my way home right now um, from finishing that tournament up, which was which was great. We just finished and unfortunately, but uh, pretty pretty good time anyways.
1: When we come back, I want you to talk about how you played in that tournament and get Chuck's thoughts on what the Capitals look like this this season, kind of from ten thousand feet away. Uh, a little bit of talk around around the NHL, and later we'll get to, Chuck Gormley will be the latest victim of Carl's stupid question.
0: You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
1: Welcome back to All Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Osner and longtime former Capitals beat writer Chuck Gorbly. I'm AP Hockey writer Steve Wino. Uh, how, how did you play, Carl, in, in the in the first T charity tournament?
0: You know what? It was, yeah, it was not, the first, the first half of my day was not good at all. The joke ended up becoming that uh, mm-hmm. we weren't going to use any of my shots at all because you know typically in these these charity tournaments, That's it's a, it's a some sort of scramble, right? Yeah. So so yeah so everybody kind of whatever the best shot is you you take and so this one was was a shamble so what that means for anyone who doesn't know is uh you take the best tee shot and then from there on in everyone plays their own ball and so the the three guys that we're playing with were um quite good golfers and hit the ball really really far so we weren't my ball was always not always but most of the time there but not quite good enough and so the joke was that they weren't gonna use any of my shots the entire round and we did we didn't actually. We didn't use any of mine. So <laughs> they they followed through on their promise, but we, we had a really good time. Uh, the first Tee, I think is a is a heck of a charity. Um, you're getting getting young kids into golf and and helping them, you know, achieve their goals, get to university and, and uh and continue playing the game. So it's a it's a great charity. So I had a, I had a lot of fun to do it. I got to actually do it through um, a buddy of mine, his name's Thomas Cody, and they are, they have, um, Waldorf Ford is actually the the dealer, one of the dealerships that they own, which I would love to just take a second to talk about because I was test driving a Ford Lightning, so it's the electric um, F-150, and it was awesome. I roasted a Tesla off the line. <laughs> um, actually, actually, it was Holtby's, Brayden Holtby's Tesla. We I roasted them off the line uh, at one point, and uh, highly, highly recommend everybody take a look at this. I'm a big, big supporter of electric vehicles, so yeah, if you get a chance to do that. But anyways, I played with played with uh, with them, and uh, it was a really good time. Uh, it's kind of the time of year where there's so many charity golf tournaments, so I'm trying to fit them all in. We did lockers uh, the week before um, out in uh, Crofton, Crofton Country Club, I think it was called. So yeah, it's it's kind of tis the season to get out and. And play a little bit, so just uh, just finished that up, and and now uh, you know, off to the house to to do dad duty. So it was it was a pretty solid day.
1: That is very cool. and when we're uh, Locker is a future guest of the show. I can't believe this is we've doing, been doing this for a year now and have not had Craig Lachlan on the show. We're going to, to rectify that. I'm glad, Chuck, we've gotten you on the show now. Training camp opens, I guess, first on ice sessions really are, are, are Thursday. It's been a few years since you've been directly covering this team. They've won a Stanley Cup since. I'm curious your thoughts a, a, about this team and kind of knowing the evolution of, of, of kind of all those playoff losses, what you make of this team now.
2: No, it's interesting, Steve. It reminds me of when I first started covering the Capitals about getting over the hump, right? So they would keep getting into the playoffs, but they couldn't win that that final series or or the, you know, maybe get into the the Eastern Conference Finals and just couldn't capitalize. And now it's like it's almost like the same story. Since winning the cup, they keep getting in and they can't win around. And that's that has really surprised me because of the players that you see that are still on this team from the the cup year. uh, It it just surprised me that with that experience, they haven't taken that next big step. But, you know, the one thing that really surprised me is maybe I shouldn't be, but Ovi, Ovi getting this close to Gordy Howe and and Wayne Gretzky is just stunning to me. He's just turned 37. He, I think he, if he goes three more seasons, which I think he can, and and scores thirty eight goals a year, which sounds like a stretch, but Ovi has really defied people. He he's knocking on the door of Wayne Gretzky, and I never thought anyone moving forward could ever even come close. But but yeah, I mean this team, it's it's a little there's uh, there's there, there so many injuries like tom wilson and, and nick backstrom if these guys are out for an extended period and it looks like they will be uh, it, you have to wonder if the guys that they got guys like dylan Strom and and connor brown like if they can put things together and get them to like january in decent shape i think they'll be good but that's a that's a big if. I mean, Nick Backstrom is a really difficult guy to replace. Impossible, and, right? <laughs> and and in goaltending too. I think we have to see. I think they made a good move, but geez, just a few years ago, it looked like they had too many goaltending prospects, and then they had to go outside the organization to get one.
1: Yeah, and and, and this is—I don't know if you've seen this yet, either you guys, but there's odds out on, like, first coach fired. And Peter Laviolette—and, Chuck, you covered Peter Laviolette with the Flyers back then, as as, as did I. It was one of them first odds on, like, coaches fired. I I don't see any part of this. I don't understand any part of kind of the external pessimism about Peter Laviolette, Carl. I I just—I don't get it.
0: I think it's one of the things that people just— are, are looking from from you know a distance you know they don't they don't see the team up close they don't get uh, enough of a chance to interact with him, so they don't necessarily know what he's like as a coach and and how the players are reacting and how the city's reacting to him so uh, I, I I don't I don't necessarily see that either but uh, you know we, we've been surprised before but just taking it back to um, you know Chuck what you said about Ovi is is Ovi is kind of defied logic for quite a while. Everybody has always said all he does is sit in that one spot and, and take one-timers and score goals, but it, it, it's kind of pretty far from the truth, right? Like he's He scores in so many different ways. He's a huge body. He is extremely skilled with his hand-eye coordination. He's great in front of the net, not afraid to battle in, in some of those those dirty areas there. It, it's just he, he continues to impress us, and so I, I think that's really cool. Is that he's been doing all these things, but everybody just notices the one timer, and uh, and he just keeps chugging along. So, I'd say on on both those fronts, it's it's we get the luxury of seeing it up close and personal. Ovi doing what he does in many different ways, and then Laviolette, you know, still guiding this team and and having to deal with some pretty crazy circumstances with COVID, with injuries, and and once again with with more pretty significant injuries, and still being able to keep the team pretty competitive, I think is, is, is very impressive.
2: And Steve, if I can interject something here, uh, I think i might have told you this story. Some people ask me, I, I covered sports for 30 years. Right. And people ask me like, what's the most amazing thing that you've seen? And I always say there's three things. One, I got to see Mike Tyson do a sparring match and just pummel people. Like I never saw anything quite like that and then number two i got to see mark mcguire take batting practice before the all-star game when he was on his road to what 70 home runs and i couldn't like watching him hit a baseball was like it was like a golf ball jumping off this bat it was just amazing and then the third is just watching obi take one-timers up close I, i don't think i think everyone should see that like if you don't see it up close you don't appreciate just the the spin on it, the power behind it, the accuracy—it's just amazing. I, I'm sure Carl can attest to that.
0: Yeah, I can, and, and we, I think we've talked about it on here before. Is that he, he would, when he wanted to really pick a corner, he can pick a corner. You know, it, it doesn't always, it doesn't always seem like he's got a ton of control, but he's got a lot of control. Those guys that are at the top, you know, like him, like a Weber, those, those guys really know where the puck is going, and and they let you know. They say, you know. It, Heads up on this one; it's coming high, you know, and, and so you move out of the way, and sure enough, it's it's L bar and in; it's a crossbar impulse right at the corner and in, and it's like holy crap! Like, how do you how do you do that? Shooting the puck that that fast and and putting it exactly where you want it's it's pretty darn impressive. So yeah, I I would I mean I would love to see Mark McGuire hit some baseballs too, or Mike Tyson punch people in the face. But unfortunately, I didn't get to see that. But but watching Ovi hit one timers is 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 very fun. So I can only imagine.
1: And, and, and that's one of the actually great things about MedStar, the Capitals' practice being open to the public, is anyone can actually come and see that. You can stand by the glass and watch O V just bang one-timers into an empty net. It, it's a blast. Uh, I want to get to one more thing, just news around the, the Metropolitan Division before we get to the stupid questions. Um, it just came out, Sean Couturier, the Flyers, uh, another back injury. We talked about Nick and his hip injury and, and obviously Tom with his knee. But Couturier could be out the entire season uh, with – Another kind of another herniated disc in his back. Uh, I, I'm curious, just, but what each you guys think, starting with Chuck, just how this might impact a the the the, the how bad the Flyers might be this year, and and kind of the the balance of, of power what the Caps could do in the Metropolitan Division.
2: Well, I'll answer your A question first. Uh, I have I've I've been around hockey and around the Flyers for a long time, and I've never seen. This much pessimism before season, and you know when you take away probably the heart of that team, outside of Claude Giroux, I mean Sean Couturier was the heart of this team, and it's just it's devastating. I I, I can't I can't imagine uh, the kind of pressure that John Tortorella is 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 in right now. You know you can you can say what you want about hey there's not enough in the locker room. Uh, you know we're gonna play a feisty game but if you don't have the players no talent, uh, you can't do it you just you you can say what you want and you can motivate as well as you can but this league is about star players and if you don't have them you're not winning
0: uh, you know what i i agree but i i don't think torrillic cares i think he he could <laughs> he could go he could go in every night with an american league lineup and still think that they can win the game you know just based off of of outworking their team and and playing smarter so I, all I gotta say is I feel bad for the players there because they're gonna they're gonna have so much riding on them you know they're gonna they're gonna have to play so squeaky clean make sure that everything is done the right way and they don't have the maybe some of the star talent to bail them out every now and then when they could really use it so it's it's gonna be very interesting and a back injury is so brutal it I mean pretty much all of us know what it's like to have back pain and it it's just debilitating so I couldn't imagine having to go through that again and and I, I, I mean, I would bet that, you know, three quarters of the league wakes up with back pain every day. But when you actually have a back injury and and it's, and it's stopping you from playing, it's got to be pretty significant. And, and that, that starts to affect your your every day. And I've always said that, you know, if something starts affecting your every day and you got, you got kids and you got stuff you got to do at home, that, that's when you got to really take a second to figure out if this is really worth it, Right. The back and the head—two things that you really need to be careful, careful with. And so, yeah, I feel bad for him that he's got that, but, but I guess it does help out the Caps if uh, if we're getting getting a little bit, uh, you know, serious about hockey here. It, I guess it is good for them that that uh, one of the other team's better players is there.
1: Yeah, we'll get a, we'll get a, the first glimpse of of John Torrell and the Flyers on Thanksgiving Eve at Capital One Arena. Uh, when we come back on All Caps, Chuck will be the latest victim of Carl's stupid questions. Welcome back to All's Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Allsner and former Capitals beat writer Chuck Gormley. I'm AP Hacker writer Steve Wino. And now for Carl's favorite portion of the show, Carl's tip Yes, all
0: right, perfect. So i got my six here for you. Um, there's, a, there's, there's a little
1: fall-inspired
0: uh, theme here, um, which leads me to my first one here, which is, Chuck, what is your favorite thing about fall? I'll give you a couple examples. Um, it, you know, it could be the changing leaves. It could be cool mornings and cool evenings. Uh, football starting, uh, baseball playoffs, you know, something along those lines. Um, but what, what is your favorite
2: thing about this time of year? I love football. <laughs> great watching the NFL, getting together with family and friends. It's just a great time of year. And hockey too. I mean, the start of hockey every year, it's kind of like being a kid in school. Like you, you just look forward to to just seeing your friends again, Seeing like writers, seeing hockey players that we have, you know, all summer, hearing stories about their summers. Like, so, yeah, I love this time of year.
1: And your nephew plays, right, Chuck? Yeah,
2: my nephew plays for the Carolina Panthers. He's a big, big tight end. Uh, of course, he's from the other side of the family, my wife's side. So I can't claim that, you know, he gets any of my genes. But uh, great, great, great guy, Colin Thompson. Uh, he's actually doing his own form of media, too. So best of luck to him. Awesome,
0: very sweet. Yeah, football.
2: Football really gets me going. Never used to get me going this time of year, but
0: now uh, I'm, I'm really into the fantasy. So it kind of intrigues me.
1: Carl, are you still alive in the in the survivor pool? I so I actually lost last week.
0: I picked the uh, Colts that just got stomped by uh, Jackson.
1: You, you, right? you, 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 you need you need to call me next time. I mean, the, the the Jaguars to win that game was the lock of the year. Come on, why? Because they they've beaten the Colts eight consecutive times in Jacksonville, they they had the Colts number.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll be calling you for this week. I can buy back in at least two more times.
1: Certainly so, about the Jaguars, but 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 definitely. I got to actually watch this game at a Jaguars bar in New York City, which was a which was a blast.
0: Nice. Okay. Well, I gotta. gotta Not a blast for you, right? Not a blast for me. No. <laughs> um, all right. Ne-
2: next question, uh, Chuck. What's your favorite uh, TV series all time? All time, oh my! Uh, <laughs> I know I'm not gonna match you with this. Let's go way back to the Brady Bunch. <laughs>
0: wow, that's
2: a classic, that
0: is old school. Yeah, no kidding.
2: I'm one of six. I'm one of six kids, right? Three boys, three girls. So we could identify that with that family.
0: Totally. Well, for for everybody else
2: uh, that well, the Brady Bunch isn't on
0: anymore. But for one show that is on tomorrow night, or what is it Monday? Wednesday night, Survivor season forty-three. Everybody, you know, get your DVR ready because that is the best TV show of all time. Um, Next question is: <laughs> What's the best best sports uniform? Doesn't have to be hockey; can be any sport. Which which jersey do you think is the best?
2: Oh my God! Uh, my nephew played for an XFL team called the Vipers. Where were they? Down in the Florida. <laughs> Yeah, they were like a bright- Orlando
1: The Orlando Vipers?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he played for like, I don't know, a handful of games. I we went to see him play, and it was just like if the lights were completely off, you'd still see every player on the field. They were bright, fluorescent green uniforms. So I have to give that one because it's, it's probably the most unusual I've ever seen. And if you remember going way back, the Houston Astros had the bizarre uniforms yes. back in the
1: those, those are like the Nolan Ryan era Astros uniforms. That's right. The bright colors yeah, I'm, I'm and everything.
0: Look, I'm looking them up. I'm looking the Houston Astros and the, uh, the Vipers. The Vipers definitely are are, uh, are loud for sure. So that's pretty. Oh, yeah. The Astros jersey is pretty sick, actually. Oh, it looks like a sunset, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, that's a good call, actually. Okay, bonus points there. Nice one. Um <laughs> All right. Now, when you're carving pumpkins, do you think that uh, it's best to go with a happy pumpkin, a sad pumpkin,
2: a scary pumpkin? What What are you trying to do when you carve a pumpkin? I'm really good at that, by the way. Really? I don't know how or why. And I don't use yeah. those little pegs or anything. I just use a really small knife. And I, lo- I actually have two grandsons now. It's kind of crazy. But I love doing that with them, and, and they love it too. Uh, but just just yeah, a nice big giant happy face. If I have two, if I have two pumpkins, I'll go with a, a scary face too. And I, since I have two grandsons, we'll probably make both. Uh, but just getting get, getting your hands in there and getting all that string in your fingers—that's just, I love it. I mean, we, we put the pumpkins out on our porch, put a put a uh, a real candle in there, and kids love it. Totally agree. I I highly recommend anybody
0: who who really enjoys carving pumpkins to watch a couple of YouTube videos and see how the professionals do it it's crazy it's absolutely crazy how they sculpt these things and they make the light kind of shine out through the entire front of the pumpkin I kind of got into that the last couple of years and talked to Mike green about it too and he's he's into it as well he's, you know, if anyone sees, he's done some uh, sculptures over the last couple of years but please take a peek at how the pros do it it's very very cool and very interesting Chuck I Highly, highly recommend you do that as well. I think you'll enjoy it. Kid, grandkids will like it too. Um, All right, very interesting here. Would you rather have free groceries for life or free gas for life?
2: (laughs) Right now, free gas for sure. But you know what, I'm driving a hybrid. Like you said, I'm going, I like the electric. I like the electric. Um, Yes. Hopefully the grid can handle it. But uh, yeah, free gas. that's a good one, though, man. That's a really good one, because, you know, for life, maybe the next 50 years will be a lot different than the last 50. So I'm going to have to change my answer on that free food. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> free, plus free food like you can get the most expensive food in the world. Right. My son's a chef and uh, I, I yeah, they pay good money for what he's what he's cooking up in, uh, in L.A. right now
0: absolutely all organic all day baby you could be eating so good if you go free groceries that's i think that's a great answer because you're you 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 may who knows we may never be driving gas cars in the next 10 years right so you're still that's right we're all gonna eat groceries right i think you nailed that one um okay last question for you is would you prefer just a night in just a casual relaxed night in watching tv or whatever a night out on the town enjoying, you know, the, the, the scene or a night in with friends like a house party. What what, what kind of uh what, what would you go for of those three?
2: Wow, oh, they're all great options. Um, you know what? I went I went to Quebec and Montreal this summer with my wife and talk about two plates with the night guys. That was so much fun. Uh, I, I couldn't believe how much fun we had there in Old City for both. Um, but I love hanging out with friends, man. Like, if you can if you can get, like, 15 people on the deck or in the hot tub or just, like, hanging out, just, just watching a game outside or, you know, anything like that, I'm up for that. So neighbors, friends, family, I'd rather have the to get together with, with a lot of people. That's a great
0: answer. I was worried for you for a second there, bringing in uh, Montreal and Quebec City there that uh, I might have to give you negative points, but this uh, is a good pivot by you. Well played. Um, Okay, let me quickly add up your points here. Uh, Just quickly go over. you, Brady Bunch, your Vipers. Nice work. Um, I think that brings you to a total of 165 points, which, unfortunately, I don't have my book with me right now because I'm in the car sitting in my driveway, but... We'll, uh, we'll let everybody know where you stand. But but 165 is a pretty respectable score, so well played.
1: <laughs> thanks, Carl.
2: Yeah, no as you
1: say, it's all made up and the points don't matter, but All Caps does matter. Chuck, thanks very much for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me, Steve.
1: Everybody, thanks for listening. Obviously, we'll be back later in the week when training camp starts. You'll hear from Tom Wilson, Nick Backstrom, Alex Ovechkin, everybody else about the start of training camp. Uh, thanks for listening to us on All Caps.